it's Amelia Rose, and welcome to Say La Me. I hope your week has been good. My week has been very productive, but also I've been very tired. So it doesn't cancel each other out, but it's also kind of frustrating because I did a lot. I got a lot done this week, but I feel like for the past two or three weeks, I've been coming on to Saturday and just saying I am exhausted and then not doing anything well, not not doing anything. I did go table last Saturday, um, but I would just kind of like try and relax as much as I can, and then I would launch into the next week, and then on the next Saturday, be like, I'm exhausted, so I don't know what's going on with that. I'm not normally super tired, but I've been very tired recently, so I don't know. Maybe it's a sign that I just need to like chill out and settle down. I don't know, but it's been a good week. I did get a lot done for different things, podcasts included, so that's nice, uh, and yeah, I'm super excited to be recording today. It's only Monday. Yesterday was 4th of July and everything, so it feels like it's been a while. If it's only been like a couple days off from my normal schedule of like recording every Saturday, I feel like it has been forever, so that's kind of funny. It's definitely something I look forward to, so yeah, just got set up this morning. I have a candle burning and my coffee and my mic and everything. I posted that set up to Pinterest. That being said, if you do not follow me on Pinterest, you should because I always post like little behind the scenes stuff and I think I've been getting a lot better at Pinterest, at doing Pinterest, I guess. So it's just been really nice. So go follow me on there if you haven't. Um, Something else about the setup today that I'm not loving is the clouds outside. There are clouds outside. It's rainy. It's, well, it hasn't actually rained, but it is cloudy and it looks like it's going to rain. It doesn't look super sunny and whatever. So that really is frustrating. Honestly, I'm getting very frustrated with the cloudy, rainy weather. I'm like, it's summer. Last summer before I graduate, I want it to be sunny. I want to be able to do all the stuff when it's sunny and I don't want it to be rainy and I don't want to have to like plan my day around rain. I do love a good rainy day, but I also really want it to be sunny because that's what I associate with summer. So, uh, y'all can probably tell I woke up like less than an hour ago because I kind of have morning voice, but that's okay because I am really motivated to record. So my lack of pep in my voice will probably be not as noticeable because I am very excited to record. <laughs> so yeah, just here's my coffee and my candle. Uh, the candle is from Zara Home. It's dark amber and I highly recommend. I remember I don't tend to buy things spur the moment. I saw that Zara was having a sale and I was kind of like, okay, uh, they have these candles for like five, $5, $4. I don't know, something that I thought was pretty good and is dark amber, which sounded so beautiful. It sounded like really expensive, but it was only $5. Um, I don't know why I'm telling you the price of my candle, but it's okay and so I just got it and it is definitely one of those purchases that spur the moment purchases normally don't go well for me but this one did and it's something that I've been living so it's been a while since I've had a candle when I'm recording I used to do that all the time my podcast time used to totally be like my like spa like whatever time and I haven't done that in a while I really haven't lit a candle I remember a couple weeks ago, I had a glass of wine. I hadn't done that in a while. So I'm going to just kind of reclaim the whole podcasting is kind of also my de-stress time and try and make it nicer. Just, you know, if it's in the morning, candle, coffee, beautiful weather, hopefully, you know, the cloud is okay. It, it's okay today, but if it would kind of stop, I would love that. But anyway, yeah, uh, I have a pretty, pretty busy week planned for this week. Just kind of, I'm off today because it's July 5th and, you know, 4th of July falls on 
a weekend, then you either get that Friday or that Monday off, depending on where you work. And uh, my internship is closed today, so obviously I can't go in and work. So I'm off today, which is great. And then I have some stuff to do tomorrow, and then my week resumes just normal tomorrow. So it'll be good. It'll be fun. It's not. It's kind of nice and also not nice because I have a lot to do but I have a shorter week to do with them, so it's kind of like, mm, but it's also kind of nice because it's like, okay, if you really are busy and super, super busy, it doesn't have to last for five days. It only lasts for four days, so I know I can get everything done. I need to get done, but it's just kind of like I really have to schedule my time, so just taking time to record this podcast in a very nice atmosphere, just kind of de-stress, but also, you know, get the podcast done. Also, I almost forgot to tell you about 4th of July yesterday. I mentioned, I was like, it was 4th of July, and then I didn't even say anything. It went well. It was great. We basically just relaxed at home. One of my sisters was sick, so, and it was rainy, so it was just kind of like not conducive to going anywhere or really being out by the pool like we had kind of planned, but it was still just really nice. It, honestly, sometimes I feel like having a day with no plans is just perfect. Um, just an extra day with no plans is great. So it was good and we had like barbecue ribs and coleslaw, potato salad. <laughs> I don't know, a lot of food. It was really, really great. And my mom made punch bowl cake, which is the best thing ever. It's amazing. It was a really good day. And then at night we went and saw some fireworks at a nearby town that was doing them and it was super super fun except for there were a lot of mosquitoes where we were but it was also just really great fireworks are so pretty like i didn't even realize how much i liked fireworks until yesterday we were seeing fireworks i was like oh my gosh they're so glittery and so beautiful so anyway had a really nice day then all right so if you listened to last week's episode and if you did thank you very much uh you'll know that this week's episode is focused around one singular topic it's a talk through it is analytical so it's all of that and what it was sparked by was me as usual just thinking about life and analyzing my birthday is in like less than a month which is super fun but also gets me thinking about the years and gets me all like nostalgic and reminiscing about you know just kind of analyzing my life up until now and just you know am I happy um answers yes so that's exciting uh but yeah I was just thinking about life and the different roles I played especially within different relationships and I think a role that I would say I continuously fell into in several different relationships was the role of the supportive friend and we all like a supportive friend we all enjoy being supported we all enjoy their just enthusiasm and all of that and I was always very much down still am to support people send them encouraging texts when they were having a bad week or an especially busy week just anticipate their needs and you know post about their accomplishments and support their endeavors and all of that just you know if you're a good person I want to support you that's just something that I like and I don't know if I'm a naturally supportive person or if it's a role I just feel gratified by or what the deal is but especially in high school uh, I was, y'all know that I apparently in high school, like, I was a great person in high school, still am a good person, but I also, like, I had, I don't know, I feel like every time I say, I did this, especially in high school, I don't know, I feel like I was really trying to figure out who I was in high school, still am, I'm still, you know, in my 20s, early 20s, so I don't know completely who I am, but definitely in high school, it was a huge period of, you know, it was four years, but it was a lot of exploration and trying to discover who I was, what I wanted, what I didn't want, trial and error, all of that. Anyway, 
but I was very eager to be encouraging, even if it meant going out of my way. I was always glad to do it, you know, it's not like I felt like anyone owed me anything. I can honestly say there were no ulterior motives behind anything, and I feel like during high school, there was a period I went through where I felt like, oh my gosh, the world is so horrible. I don't know. I was not a very optimistic person at a certain point in life, and I was just like, oh my gosh, the world is horrible. The world is scary, and it's just, I don't know. It just seems like there's so much out, there's so much out of my control, and so my thought process behind being a super supportive person was, well, I'm going to do what I can to make the world a better place, which honestly, that's, like, super sweet, whatever, um, but I also had kind of, like, a God complex of, like, you know, I can fix this, no, sweetie, you can't fix world's problems just by being a nice person, but, you know, you can do a lot, I'm not trying to downplay that, I still very much have that mindset of, like, I can control what I can control, so I'm going to be the bright spot in someone's day. I'm very motivated by that. Hopefully, you can tell through the podcast. I'm always talking about positivity and being authentic, being a good person, being a friend, being supportive. So, that was very much a focus in high school, and I loved it. However, I learned that through the years and through trial and error that I mentioned that even though this part of me, this really supportive, sweet, like cheerleader part came really naturally, I need to train myself to control it because there have been a few instances where I was very excited for someone or I was especially attentive to them and in the end I get burned because they're not willing to be there for me or to share the same interest. They're just like content to just soak all that in and just leave you know, or not even just, like, abandon me or anything dramatic like that, although that did happen sometimes, uh, you know, they would just kind of move on with their day, um, or with their lives, and when there was a point for me when I was stressed by, you know, tests or, this went into college, especially freshman year of college, uh, tests and different things and just having a very busy week, I would kind of be like, oh, well, I wish someone would treat me the way I treated them because that was really nice of me and I could use that right now. And also, I want to say my family's always been super supportive. Not talking about my family at all. They're great. I'm not referring to not being there for me. You know, they didn't text back for a few hours, so they're like jerks or, you know, going on a week or two without talking when they're really busy. Life happens and it's unrealistic in most relationships to talk all of the time. And honestly, sometimes I'm like, I'll look at other people's relationships and maybe this is just me not having had a relationship where I talk with someone 24-7. But, uh, sometimes I look at people who talk all the time and I'm like, whoa, chill. Uh, but I'm talking about not responding to texts at all. You know, like, leaving someone on read. Or not even opening the text. And then, like, seeing them later and being like, oh, hey, you know, like, nothing happened. And I'm kind of like, I sent you that text, what the heck? Or making excuses about why they can't hang out. And then later you see on, like, their Snapchat story that they're hanging out with someone else. And you're just like, whoa, that's not okay. Actually, there was one thing where some person said all the memories of freshman year of college, and I was kind of like, I wanted to be their friend, and I was their friend for a little bit, but then like, I don't know, they developed other friendships and then really didn't care about me, which I'm like, kind of like, why do you need to only select certain people to care about? Why can't you just care about everyone who wants to be nice to you? Because not everyone wants to be nice to you. Not everyone's interested in you. So the people who are interested in you, why don't you like show them some effort? Anyway, they posted at the end of the year, something about like, oh, like memories from blah, blah, blah. I hung out with them a lot, but it was all these like weird pictures of them and their friends in like their dorm room. I don't know. It was so weird. Anyway, so I was like, whoa, okay. Like, my view of this person was like, oh, they were a great part of my freshman year. Their view of me was like, they were there. Yay. 
and here are my real friends, and, like, I wasn't all mad that I wasn't in the pictures, but I was just kind of like, oh, wow, we have totally different ideas of each other. For me, I think of you as a really important part of my year, and for me, it's just like, oh, yeah, this girl who talks to me, <laughs> and we hang out sometimes, so it was just slightly annoying, but whatever, but anyway, some people will even match your attitude when the conversation or the text or whatever is about them. Like when you send them something that's celebrating something and they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. This is amazing, you know. But then the moment you say something about yourself or ask them for something that has like no benefit for them, uh, they all of a sudden, they're like unavailable. They're super busy. Like, sorry, girl, I'm so busy. I've gotten so many of the texts. It's so annoying. And they all of a sudden, they just like disappear. They don't even like have the courtesy to do all the like fake hey girl stuff so it's sad but I've had to reel in my natural desire to be a kind of cheerleader for people so that I don't get hurt and let me tell you it is super annoying I know that life is full of all of these rules that we have solely for our safety and they're not for anything else but to keep us safe like for example if you're a woman and you're walking alone it doesn't matter if it's night or day you have your keys between your fingers you're not distracted by your phone if you're on your phone you're talking to someone even if you're not actually talking to someone I've done that before when I'm alone and I'm talking to someone on the but I'm not actually talking to someone on the phone. I'm like, okay, if you want to like come for me, you have to risk the fact that, or you know, what you think is the fact of that I'm on the phone with someone. I feel like people will be so much less willing to try and like do anything if you're with other people, even if it's virtually like on the phone. But I've done that where I'm not on the phone. So we play games to keep ourselves safe. We pretend we're on our phone when we're not, just to make us seem like we are going to be safe, you know? And it's not fun. I would really honestly rather be distracted on my phone. Just be walking in the knowledge that I'm safe, you know? But I definitely think that those rules are there for a reason. Hey y'all, it's sponsor time. Today's episode is presented by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money, which is a win-win in my book. Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head on over to omeo.com and use the code LISTENER5 at checkout. Valid until the 30th of June for new users and all modes of transportation. It's just the pick-me-up 2021 needs. All the information is linked down below. So, we all have rules to make us safe to keep us from getting hurt. However, it's really, really frustrating for me when those type of things take place inside a relationship. And I know that it's good discipline for me to gauge the situation before I dive in, to reel back my inclination to be all in all at once, uh, to protect myself. But it honestly makes me very frustrated that I can't put in 100% effort around people. It's good to talk to someone for a few weeks before deciding on how much effort you're going to expend. But I wish I felt like I was doing that out of something other than avoiding hurt. I feel like the sole purpose of me dialing back my natural enthusiasm is to avoid getting hurt and nothing else. And also, in order not to feel like I'm annoying people, 
let me tell y'all guys, I felt so annoying for a lot of people, to a lot of people for a long time because I was saying things or inviting them places only to get like silence back. And instead of being rightly irritated, I kind of backed up like, sorry to bother you, totally okay that you didn't answer. You must be busy. Don't mind me. You know, I'm the inconvenience. And it just made me feel weird for being excited to hang out or develop a relationship. And guys, that's a red flag. If you are feeling weird, if you're feeling like, oh, it's not normal for me to be excited to hang out with this person because you're not getting any excitement back, find another person. It's like you shouldn't be made to feel weird for being happy and being excited. I thought for a while that I would never stop feeling like I was annoyance. Like, honestly, uh, I don't know for how long I felt like I was annoy- an annoyance, but I honestly felt like I'm going to feel like this forever, you know, that I would always feel less than, that I was always going to be stupid for having these real emotions about just being genuinely excited. People make you feel stupid for the dumbest things, but I did feel stupid for a very long time for feeling excited to hang out with someone because they weren't putting in effort, they weren't actually excited to hang out with me, so I was like, oh wow, this must not be, like, everyone's so, like, chill and, like, uncaring, so I must be dumb, I'm, I must have not learned that, I must need to kind of, I'm a little bit behind everyone else on what the memo is, you know, and that's so stupid, but I've actually been able to grow out of that and distance myself from people who always make me feel like that, different people taught me that, yeah, uh, you're annoying, you know, just be very aware of that, and every time I would do something, I'm like, oh, but I don't want to be annoying, and sometimes I still find myself saying that, and I'm like, chill, you're not annoying, it's just other people, I don't know, they're just not willing to be all that excited, and so this is something I don't get, I don't understand why some people are so detached from the relationships in their life, it's like if you're not convenient, they won't put in effort, and I understand that some friendships are definitely more work than others, but if you have someone who likes you and y'all have the same interests and get along well, why wouldn't you try to make that work and try and go deeper? I'm not willing to keep trying if someone's not putting in effort. It's just one-sided. So here's the thing. Being 100% there for people who aren't even 50% there for you makes you feel like crap, even if it's your natural way of showing somebody that you care. I've always said, I want a friend that I can do X, Y, and Z for without feeling like I'm doing it out of just wanting to do these things because I definitely did that at some point. You know, I would do things for people because I wanted person that I could do that for and it's not that they were my person that I could do that for it's just like they were there and I really wanted to do that and maybe that's a lack of discretion on my side but it was just really sad because I'm like if someone did that for me I would be like oh my gosh you're so sweet you know that's so nice thank you so much and then later on I would do something for them but people are just willing to be like, oh my gosh, I love you so much, bestie. Oh my gosh, you're my best friend. And then like literally not think about you after you walk out of the room. I always feel like the sidekick in those types of one-sided relationships. And it's not even like that great sidekick like Watson was for Sherlock. And yes, I am talking about the BBC version only because I absolutely love that show. Um, or like Harry, Ron, and Hermione. You know, we all know Harry's basically the main character because it's called Harry Potter. But Ron and Hermione are very present and they have unique characters. They are unique characters with personalities and traits of their own. They're their own people. So while they are, quote, the sidekick, they're still very much hold their own. And when I was a friend to people who weren't friends back or who weren't didn't expend any effort or why I wasn't as important, I subconsciously felt very dumb and like I wasn't worth the effort because uh, I don't know, I feel like maybe there weren't so many people, but it just felt like a lot of the people that I chose to be friends with didn't choose to be friends back, and it just kind of felt like, quote, like everyone was being, was acting this way, 
uh, at a certain point in time. And I was just kind of like, whoa, I must, this must just be the way I'm going to be treated. And in order to have friends, I guess I got to put up with that. Nope, you don't. And honestly, when people go away for the summer, when you go away for the summer after the semester ends, it is a great thing sometimes because it affords you a good chance to think about what the deal is, what you like, what you don't like, especially when they don't talk to you all summer. That's good. I don't know if I put myself in that situation by being overly enthusiastic on my part or not, but honestly, people should not be content with letting someone praise them or ask them what they have coming up that week without reciprocating or matching the effort. I would even be like, okay, well, they asked how my week was going, but honestly, guys, it was like, I would ask how their week was going. They would tell me all this stuff. I would be super excited or invested in what was going on with them. And then it would be like a long pause. And you'd be like, so what's going on with you? I'm like, okay, you asked but oh my gosh you asked but no so while you should be reciprocating matching the effort you also shouldn't expect someone not to be happy to be around you i cannot stand people who just think like who just can't lift a finger who can't care because i feel like it's definitely a defense mechanism but it honestly hurts people in the process you know and it's super boring not to care and just be like oh yeah chill just got asked out to coffee instead of just being like i mean sometimes there are those situations where it's just fine and you've been friends for a while and it's not as like new friendship exciting but i would still be like oh my gosh i'm so excited i'm going out to coffee this is so fun you know not because i don't ever get asked anywhere it's just because i'm excited i'm just excited in this situation. I could go to a million coffees with a million people and probably be excited each time because I like spending time with those people. Whereas some people are so detached that it's just like, oh yeah, chill, whatever. And it's just like, I'm sorry, that's kind of hurtful that you don't seem to be all that happy to spend time with me. And so my point is both parties would need to adjust a little bit. I would need to kind of dial back my enthusiasm until I find out that the person's worth it. And then that person would actually need to care. Anyway, it's something I feel like I'm always like doing the thing but it's just kind of that episode guys anyway it's something I eventually just sat down and told myself that I had to learn because I got to a point a few years ago where people's inattention despite me treating them the way I wanted to be treated you know the golden rule and everything you're raised to think is gonna work sometimes just people are not cooperative and it's really annoying um but I just sat myself down and I decided it was really wearing on my confidence and my self-esteem. I felt like I did not matter and my best wasn't good enough for anyone. And going back to how it made me feel, I realize now that I never really felt very confident when I was in those situations. I felt like I was a child or that I was like an overexcited golden retriever puppy because they're super cute, but it's also like, oh, stupid, you know, <laughs> dumb puppy. Like, you're so cute and so excited. It's just so pure and whatever. Oh my gosh. The amount of times people have said like, oh, it's so wholesome, so pure about me. I'm like, chill out. I'm sorry. Like, not that I don't mind being sweet. We've already talked about this, but it's in a way of like, oh, you don't know what's going on. You're so stupid, you know? Anyway, it made me change the way I viewed myself because I felt like I was always destined to be, you know, the goofy sidekick. Not even a cool person, just like some really stupid person on the side of this like chill, like, I don't care kind of person that apparently we think that's cool. That's not cool, guys. It's not cool. I could rant forever, but I didn't feel beautiful, didn't feel confident or capable, and I didn't feel like I had qualities of my own that anyone would feel attracted to because no one was before. I basically felt small. Like I mentioned in my last episode, I also tended to have a reputation of being really kind, sweet, all of that. And those two things, just being supportive and being sweet, made me feel like 
no one was ever going to take me seriously. You know, people don't tend to take the sweet, supportive, always there for you friends seriously unless you're saying something good about them. Then they take those compliments way too seriously and it goes to their heads. Why do people do that? It's like, I'm not really going to take you seriously in your own right unless you're complimenting me and then like there are no true words have ever been spoken. You are completely right. You know, next thing you know, your only purpose in relationships is to make them feel good about themselves. So it was really necessary for me to take a step back and cut off people who were only selfishly interested in what I had to offer because I feel like I did make people feel good about themselves and I'm there for that. I'm happy to make people feel good about themselves, but that's not all I'm there for. I also needed time to reframe what my image of myself was and to establish my own worth outside of what people think of me. Um, I really don't know about codependency. I haven't read up on the like medical terms and I'm not diagnosing myself with anything but I would say people pleaser yeah that's pretty indicative of what I was still kind of what I am because I'm still trying to get better at being my own person and then catering towards people I I don't know about codependency but I definitely think people pleaser is something that is very I don't know it's very true of me and so I get joy out of helping people but when it comes at the detriment of my own sanity it's totally not worth it and for a while I was kind of like no but it is worth it I'm I'm making a bright spot in their day I'm like no they'll take everything and make it a bright spot in their day you do not need to be the sole person to do that for them it's not your job uh when I was doing things for people or meeting some sort of need they would compliment me and say how nice I was and what a good friend I was hoping that I would be content with that and stick around and I'm actually like sad to say that it worked for a while and it's not proud of that but I was never fully content but I rationalized it by convincing myself that I was adding some good to the lives and eventually I would get that in return but it never came (laughs) and I should have realized that but I would always say oh they're going through something or something like that to excuse it sorry that's not a good excuse when you're not only not being treated right but are treated as less than or like as the emotional support friend only that's not okay that's not your sole purpose in life i remember thinking to myself on so many different occasions in several different relationships i remember just thinking i am not your therapist i like to think that i give good advice but that's not all i'm good for i do believe in doing good things for people for no reason because sometimes you do need to just you know be a bright spot in someone's day But I don't know, when they come to you and expect it, when they don't do anything for you at all, that's when I have a big problem and when you need to not put in so much effort. I never want someone to expect me basically to serve their needs for an extended period of time and be just okay with getting basically nothing back. You know, I'm fine with doing something nice just because and helping people when they're having a rough time and I really don't have any ulterior motives. But sometimes you just start to notice whoa, I've been doing a lot for this person and wow, they really haven't been doing much for me. When the whole basis of the relationship is them taking, that's not okay. And sometimes it is kind of like you come out of it and you're like, whoa, they're not doing a thing for me and I've done a lot for them. Like, it's kind of like you have this realization. I kind of feel like that's how it goes sometimes with relationships. You just, sometimes you talk yourself into just continuing to be there for that person when you know you're really not going to get anything back. But then sometimes you don't even realize it and then like one day it hits you, you're like, wow, dang, I've done a lot for you. And what have you done for me? Like probably nothing. But as always, there's a bright point because I've experienced these weird things. I am more aware now to make sure that I am less likely to fall into that pattern with someone else. I say less likely because sometimes you get caught up in emotions, you get caught up in the potential of this person. That's another thing. I look at potential a lot and that's not okay (laughs) because if they're not at this certain 
certain person now, they're not going to be that in a long time because they're just, they're not, okay? Move on. The person they are now is the person they are now. You can't fall in love with potential if it's, you know, romantically in friendship. You just can't. You can't be like, oh, but it would be so great if they actually cared. They don't care. (laughs) Walk away. Anyway, I'm not likely to fall into this anymore, or at least, um, less likely to, because of my inclination of being somewhat of a cheerleader for other people, I'm intentional that if someone supports me, I try to support them back as best I can, but if they're not supportive, or, you know, it's not that they're unsupportive, but they're just not, you know, showing support, I'm not going to go out of my way to do that, and it's been a great learning experience, very glad it happened in high school, and that I'm not just now figuring out these different things, because sure, there will be other lessons that I learned in my 20s, but I'm glad that this one is somewhat something that I'm very familiar with, so at least I have that familiarity, so I'm not learning it for the first time, so I can at least recognize it. I'm kind of primed and ready to be able to deal with it, and it's not something that I have to like learn right now. So that's the episode. If you've been through something like this, I hope that it resonated with you and that you are nodding your head. And I hope it's been encouraging to stand your ground and only give support when support is warranted. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to my podcast. If you subscribe on Spotify, make sure that you turn on the notifications so that you will get an actual notification whenever I release a new episode. That's really great. I do that for my podcasts that I subscribe to. And give me a review if you enjoyed this podcast. You can email me bonjour say love me at gmail.com go visit my website say love me podcast.com it is all linked down below I have merch. I am definitely planning on buying a sweatshirt at some point, so I'm really excited about that because I just want one, guys. So if you want to join with me, buy a sweatshirt or buy a shirt. But all that being said, have a great week, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.